us your tips. Friday night preview time after last week's good showing. We've got to get the King of Canterbury back for one more. Uh, after tipping against a few winners, probably the only ones all weekend, to be honest. Uh, Johnny, welcome back. Quick run through what's happening tomorrow night. How are you, my friend? Doing very well. Hopefully a few more winners tomorrow night. But, um, yeah, I think it's a much trickier card this week. So we'll see how we go. Both programs do look, um, from my brief looks, a bit trickier. But uh, we'll see mm-hmm. what we can come up with. Uh, any takeaways from last week of racing very quickly? Um, look, Friday night was a bit... I think we got a bit fortunate with some of our best just lobbed on the rails in Canterbury. Friday night was just get on the rails and win. Um, mm-hmm. Weekend racing, it was much of the muchness this time of year. Obviously, Fangor was really exciting to watch. Um, but a lot of them were working towards their grand final. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a good weekend. But I think we'll get slowly and progressively much better throughout the carnival. Absolutely, yeah. Pro- the proper Sydney stuff's now kicking in this week. So Beaver and I will be back to preview all of that tomorrow, Friday afternoon, and uh, get that up. And uh, in the meantime, let's make some money. As we said, good weekend out last weekend. Canterbury was good. You found Dragoon at a price, uh, another one later in the evening at a price uh, at down south, which is good. Yeah, all the value got up and all the best bets got done, so... Figure that out. Mm. Well, welcome. Welcome to our world, mate. <laughs> uh, Canterbury tomorrow. Soft 7 currently rated. Should race better than that. I know this, the, the forecast has gotten better and better all week. I know it's supposed to be a hot yep. day tomorrow. I assume rail true. Um, can we get? Can we make ground wide or how have you treated this? Yeah, so throughout the whole summer, it's kind of been leaders and then midway through the card, it just kind of flips and they start making ground. So um, I'll probably keep an eye out for that. But I, I think I'll start with trying to find on paces um tempo obviously mm-hmm. dependent but yeah hopefully that can make a bit more ground just bring a bit more of the field into the betting yeah um let's see get your thoughts though um a full disclosure i won't have much to add g- given we've got premier sales kicking off next week i've been a bit busy with that and um obviously blue diamond day which i spent the afternoon looking getting through caulfield i've got rose hill to go uh yeah rail true canterbury we kick off with the babies 1100 meters for the two-year-olds uh, anything caught your eye from the trials? Uh, Gatsby's was hard to hard to miss, and looks like Jan Max had first picking on that. So really nice draw as well. Um, I've been betting less and less on these two-year-olds off the trials, so I'll, I'll probably just watch them go around. But, um, yeah, hard to miss Gatsby's trials, and I think it comes in really well here. Um, of the race brigade, I didn't really find much. Um, I don't think it's got to beat much here, to be honest with you, but it'll be keen to see how it rocks up. Um Said that one, yeah, clearly on top, probably the only one I'd want to have money on at this stage. Do you find as we get the back end of the two-year-old season that, yeah, the trials seem to mean a little bit less? Yeah, 100%. I think that's where you've got to know which tables are used in trials for what reason. Um, And some of them may be just working towards the back end of the carnival with that longer stuff. So you've got sprinters coming up against, you know, your 14 to 1,600-meter horses. So a bit difficult to line them up. But um, like I said, that's probably the main reason why I'm betting less and less on them. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, race two, benchmark 64, 1,900 metres. So, yeah, some of the best betting to be found in Sydney here. Anything caught your eye, though? Um, yeah, I ended up with Sunlord on top. Yeah. But, um, yeah, mainly because Don Pedro and Malabar were the two others, the only ones I could probably entertain. And I don't think it's the best setup for them. They've been husband and Molly Burke jumping on. Um, I think Ben Osmond's going to just jiggy jog him in front 
but that kind of helps someone like Sunlord. Nash is going to be on there. Um, he's just going to be camped right in behind, which usually I don't like. But I think in a situation like this, it's got 1,900 metres to, to get its way out. Um, he's the best jockey in the race. And looks like an out-and-out stayer from um, its build, its breeding, and its running. So, And it ran really well last time as well. So third up here, um, out to the 1,900, that was the best one. I probably won't jump into any early betting in this race. I'd like to see him mm-hmm. and uh, see what the market does. But, yes, I'm not on top for sure. Yeah, format of both those starts this time in has been good too. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I thought the, the Professor was an interesting one um, just because I think it's going to get a right map and it's got a few runs under its belt as well. Something a bit different to um, those top two. Race three, 1,200-metre benchmark 64. What have you come up with here? Uh, I ended up with Amaro on top just because of how softly it did it last time. Pretty much gets a very similar trip here. Um, the one I thought was pretty interesting was Shine Your Light coming into this third up. I didn't expect it to be 14 bucks or whatever it is at this point. So I think that's really good value. Um, I can see why the market's come for Merchant Lady, but I'm just not sure if it's going to have enough dash in it to run around some of these. Um, it was a pretty soft debut, and you know, I don't think it beat much. And it was only a four-horse field, so um, pretty hard to measure up where it'll get. But I thought Amaro was very impressive in that debut. Jumped, ran, kicked away, and it was, was doing some some of its best stuff late. I thought so. Yeah, I thought Amaro um, shine your light, and then um, like even something like right this way from a bit of left field out of the Mick Friedman camp. It sat, it ran well, sat outside the leader. And I uh, kicked on well. I think it was that narrow. So I had those there on top and kind of happy to let Merchant Lady go through. Cool. Uh, it tend to, tend to be, tends to be the way this I play most Snowden runners, to be honest. Uh, are you How's the stable going? Have you noticed much of that? Uh, the stable, I can find some stats for you in oh, just a moment. Right. They have yeah. picked up for sure, but I think it's and been a little like, bit up. They're all over Caulfield mm. coming up as well. So Yeah, exactly. And look, um, Tom Sherry, I know he's a rider that they rely on quite a bit, but he's not one for me. Um, look, the Snowdens in their last 100 runs are striking at 24%, which is, wow. yeah, outrageous. And their pot is just hovering around break even. So, um, Great. But, like, yeah, but I, I doubt you'd be finding, without looking at them, I doubt you'd be finding a lot of them in strong metro races. They are sending them a bit out wide. So, um, yeah, it might be a little bit skewed. Those numbers, yeah, yeah. Uh, back on the two year olds as well, they've um, this year had their best batch, I think, for a couple of years, yeah, absolutely. And they've given some some pricey ones as well, which I mean, it's good to see them get their hands on a few and see what they can do. Yeah, the fourth is benchmark 72, 1250, a short price favorite in Rhythm of Love. Are you looking that way again for Nash? Yeah, I had him on top. Um, I really like this trials and I think it's stuff that uh, last prep was probably better than, than these guys. Um, interesting to see Romeo's choice runs here. Um, no jockey nominated. Um, it's double nommed. I'll just double check where it's at. Um, because that's, if that comes out, then I thought that was one of the key, um, spread horses in this race along with Commander Proof, but I like the way it's trying you can't really touch it. Um, so yeah, Rhythm and Love was on top for me. I thought Sitton Hall, was really impressive last time, but I don't think you can rely on a pattern like that to win again here. And a Peter Ballerina, I was on it last start. I thought um, it would probably settle a bit forward, but it looks like they're just going to ride it with a sit. So I'm happy to let one go through, which means Rhythm of Love is a, the clear on top for me. Cool. 
Race five, we've got a benchmark 78 out to 1,900 metres. Who have you found here? Uh, I've, I'll wait for this one because I think a lot of them are going to – a lot of them are drawn on then. We'll see where they end up. But um, at this stage, yeah, hard to go past Morning Sun. Um, I thought the only danger was Roma Avenue, but you look at its run last time at Canterbury. Didn't really handle the deck, and um, he kept trying to, like, slingshot it around the bend. Mm. And then I think it was Edmund – um, with Nash on board, just said, if you're not going to have the rails, I'm just going to duck underneath. And it, the track was probably the only reason why I didn't win, probably the only reason why I went back at here. Um, and Morning Sun's coming from, back from some very strong stuff on the weekends and, and running really well. Gets, I think, Jet to Nash. So, tell me, yeah, Jet to Tommy want? to Nash, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the six is a 1200 meter benchmark, 72. Uh, look, I didn't know what to do with Tycoon Jenny first up. I was glad I didn't. Uh, but did you take much out of that? Is this just the price because of the, the track? Um, I think so. I was there at the track and um, a few guys I was talking to, I was just, she was very toy, very warm. And they can run really well for Gabe. But when you see that and they run really well, you can take a lot of that into their yeah. second run. Yeah. Um, he, there's not much pace here. I mean, flying Shelley... He's going to go, try and go from out wide. But I think Tycoon Jenny just rolls forward and hits the rails. And I thought it ran really well considering how unsettled she was. I think she gets the blinkers on here as well, which is another big tick. Um, yeah, I think it's a really good setup for her. I think the price is probably getting sucked into a few of those things for sure. Yeah. But um, at the same time, it's a pretty low race when you look at it. Um, Landwind's been Jordan Nond and chooses here and has J-Mac. And... But it's had... Some complete picnics since the last couple. Correct, yeah. I, I mean, it sat outside um, the Soldier of Rome and had every excuse to run better and just kind of collapsed late. So, and I don't feel like horses coming back in distance mid prep. So, um, yeah, talking Jenny on top, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how she rocks up on the day. Uh, earmuffs in the parade ring, too. So, obviously, that's taking one. that into account. Yeah, which is absolutely massive. I think that's a huge change considering how unsettled she was last time. Uh, the feature, benchmark 78, evening star, 1,100 metres. Dipsy Doodle probably has a pace to, to lead this one up. Yeah, but it's going to have some competition. I think if it goes out breakneck like it did last time, it, it's just not going to give up. But with J-Mac, he's not that kind of jockey. He's just going to go, I want the lead. If he yeah. sees something else pushing in front, he's going to say, yeah, no worries, I'll just take the sit. Whereas you've got Shalailed, um, Gold Revolver, um, Dipsy Doodle itself, Laviro, Talmina. All of them are going to go forward and all of them are going to be pretty insistent on leading. So whether um, J-Mac just takes us in behind and they can um, kind of ride that pace and come around them, I'm not too sure. Um, yeah, very interesting race. I'm not sure if I'll have a bet, but I ended up with um, Levera on top. It was just like we were saying with Taki and Jenny. Again, it was really unsettled first up and came out and just blew them away. Um, but... Jay Collett, barrier 11, I'm not too sure. So we'll see on the day. But, um, yeah, it, very wide open race for me. I thought one for your quaddy per in a way uh, is a big price outside mm. the field. It just sets up for Nash to camp behind this pace uh, on a talented horse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if it plays into anyone, it's probably Nash streaming down the outside if they're making ground. Absolutely. The eighth is the benchmark 72, 1550. Some talented horses here, or at least spruiked horses. Who have you come up with? Um, at this stage, I've got Infinitive and Suasive. Um, they're the two I'm looking at. Yeah, like the other race, I think it's going to be a lot of um, 
scratchings and with jaw knobs and whatnot. Um, the one I really wanted to find was City of Lights, but Tim Clark is not the right jockey for this. I don't know what that booking's about, and he's jumped on for both trials. So I'm not sure if that kind of implies any intention, but I don't think so. And Joe Pride's not really one to push out his horses on trials, and Tim Clark yeah. was whacking away on it in both. So, yeah, I'm not too sure about that. And I think in Tim Clark's last 100 rides, he's only ridden two winners that aren't for gay, and both of them were the most picnic front-running rides you'll ever see. So, um, yeah, which makes me get even more confidence with Infinitive and Spacey. And Spacey gets the blinkers on first time, who I thought was okay last up, but just kind of probably uh, needed the blinkers. That was um, into that big headwind. Yeah, too. absolutely. It, was, uh, it over-raced. Yeah. That was a big effort, Spacey. Yeah, uh, definitely. And just think about that. And I reckon any other day without that headwind, it wins by three. So uh, could, should yeah. it find a top 13 bucks, look pretty good as well. For yeah, me. absolutely. Beautiful. Who have you got a best in value? And even a cheeky quaddy if you've done that, but at least um, your best in value. Yeah, look, I think best at this stage is Tycoon Jenny, um, just for the right setup. And best value at this stage is Shine Your Light. I think the 13 bucks around is ridiculous pricing for, for a race like that, for sure. Cool. Yeah. In terms of a quaddy, you won't know until tomorrow night when all the, the fields are in there. So I'll sit that one out. All enough. right. No, no, fair enough. Um, just quickly, we'll whip through Mooney Valley. You've got a few down there you want to touch on. The first comes up in race one, which is uh, the 3,000-metre race. Yeah, I just found it interesting with Galileus in here. They've been saying the further it runs, the better it will get. But, um, yeah, the first two runs were disappointing at short odds, and then last time it kind of showed what they were talking about. Um, even that drop-back distance started to show a little bit more mm-hmm. potential. But it's come up at $1.90. Um, if you're taking that, consider it's probably the best horse here, but... Good luck to you. I thought it was funny that Flambeau is running down here. Now, if this thing wins this race, just Victorian racing can pack it in because I saw it at Gosford and it was terrible. So if it jumps down there and wins this race, good luck to you. You've got a fair record. He used to send um, True Marble down mm. and a couple of others yeah, and, absolutely. and pick it up there. Uh, yeah. If we're getting three places, surely Border Leicester can't miss a place there. Yeah, that was another one I thought. was. If I had a bet, that was probably the one where I was like, can't hurt to bet, um, yep. which probably makes it an early bet um, to get your three divs and just stack up on the place there while you've got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9.55, race two, benchmark 72. I think Philosopher can bounce back here. Um, the only one that really caught my eye on the quick whip through. Uh, have you got an opinion? Yeah, I thought Philosopher was – I think it's going to be – it might be just too good to run down. Um, yeah. Foxicon I thought was probably the other danger in a race where there's quite some strong form lines for a race like this, but Philosopher gets every every chance here. Um, just with the, the jockeys and the weights of the other horse, I just think might just be, have too much dash for him to run it down. Um, and Brave Run, I know it was beaten, but um, carried 61 and just nabbed by a horse. That, it's going right at the moment, Morning Glory. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the third, a mile benchmark 70. Have you found one here? Yeah, I'm with the favourite, Fire Ventner here. I thought to draw the figures that it's put up, it's a good bet. Um, probably my best bet on the card, even at evens. Um, progressive enough to win and go on with it as well. So I was really keen on fire event here. Perfect. And uh, you're going to skip ahead a couple. Race 5, uh, 2040, benchmark 70. And you had one here? Yeah, I like my flex. Um, third up here out to the 2000. Um, I think the main danger of the winning just might get way too far back. Yeah. Um, 
which makes me think Mufalex is probably the right play here. Um, whether you get a better price about loading later on or just all the big data guys jump in for loading because conceded it's, you know. It's just always back, isn't it? Exactly mm-hmm. right, yeah. And I can see why. I just think it's setups don't really make it a fun horse to back. Um, so for that reason, I thought Mufalex was a really good race. Um, it's SP from last race, which I thought was a stronger field than this. Yes. It ran around quite favourable in the market. So really well placed. I, I was pretty surprised at the discrepancy in these two. It's probably the one I'll go for. Yep, fair call. And your next uh, bet on the card is in the next benchmark 78, 1,200 metres. Uh, not a bad 78. Who do you like? Yeah, I, I'm with Miss Take here for the same reasons as a few of the others. I just think it's a really good setup. Um, he was nearly beat as a good thing last night. Comes in here. Um, he's a lot of depth, but I think this is probably the right horse for a race like this. Um, and then I thought Bellinger was each way value as well. Um, mm-hmm. He's run around in some pretty good races. So um, I think I saw that floating around at eight bucks earlier. So, um, yeah, keen for those two. Brilliant. Uh, that's a quick rip th- whip through the valley. Have you had a look at uh, any other racing Friday or the weekend yet? Not as of yet, but I am keen to tuck into this weekend. Um, like you said, the Blue Diamond's going to be really interesting. Um, is it Lady of Camel that's gone down there? Yes. So that's going to be... And very, just get to see, can't wait to see, you know, obviously the gay, the one pick from the gay army, but it'll mm. stack up. Part of me thinks it's just going to be a good luck running down. She's gone... This horse deserves something. It's probably not going to win a slipper. Let's just win a blue diamond yeah. kind of situation. Um, I can see a lot of really nice horses here. Um, but I think the Sydney form's got a little bit more depth. And Coleman, really nice horse, might have, you know, egg on my face after. But I thought it was kind of more impressive on the eye than what it actually was. Um, yeah. So, yeah, really interesting. But like I said a few times, the two-year-old stocks this year are so, so much better than last year. Agree. And, um, yeah, so it's interesting that we actually have a really nice field for Blue Dime. I'm keen to cover a couple at a price in that race, but I'll, I'll save that mm. for for the other show. I'm also keen to bet against King's Gambit in the Oakley Plate. So looking yeah. to see what we can find there. But uh, I'm going to jump off this, get this show up, and get stuck into Rose Hill. Uh, what's the support meeting? Gosford uh, is the provincial, but yeah, I'm guessing you haven't had a chance to look at that just yet. Yeah, I think there's too many horses that could be here, there, or everywhere. So mm. I'll wait for um, the Saturday morning, see what we've got, and hopefully find a few winners there. But it'll be pointless to everyone watching this. Fair enough. Uh, well, <laughs> you can help me out. And Will Will Beaver and I'll be back Friday afternoon to get stuck into a great card from Rose Hill and some interesting racing for Crawford, as we said. A couple of very strong group ones out of the, the four on the program. And uh, we'll have you back as we get into the features of spring and maybe even have a Thursday night beer and do this live at some point. That's a plan. We'll see how we go. Thank you, Johnny. Good luck tomorrow. Enjoy the um, Wagyu and we'll (laughs) chat to everyone very shortly. Cheers.